Welcome to Black Lenses Podcast. Everyday Black stories brought to life through an immersive audio experience. You can listen to Black Lenses Podcast for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening from. The reign of the Oluwavori has been cut short by a deadly virus. Has anyone told the Lordy? The chiefs have gathered together to present before the Oracle their nominations for the next Oluwavori. He can never be our king. For who else can ascend the throne but the heir? The Oracle has received your words to perform them. While they plotted, Orisha had a bigger plan. What shall we do next? Dusk has settled upon Ishekiri land, and mourning can be heard throughout the land. The king is dead. The reign of the Oluwavori has been cut short by a deadly virus. Hello and welcome to the COVID-19 update. I'm Millicent Walker. As the news spreads through the town, there are silent whispers among the ruling council. As custodians of tradition and kingmakers, what shall we do next? The throne must not continue to lie vacant. Somewhere in Agofer, Wari, news of the king's death has reached his sons. They turn to each other in disbelief as grief slowly finds its way into their souls. The oldest son, Orisha Temisan says to the messenger, Has anyone told the Lordy? He sighs as the messenger slowly shakes his head, knowing this weighty news must be delivered by him. This weight of responsibility was familiar to Temisan. He had grown up constantly being told he would one day be king. In the midst of his pain and grief was realization that now that his father, Ogiame, was no more, he must be strong for his family, for his people. Thirty days after the death of Diolu, the chiefs and members of the ruling council have gathered together to present before the oracle their nominations for the next Oluwavori, leader of the Shekiri people. As they deliberate on the three names to present, the first name on the list is Orisha Temisa. Next on the list is Timei, a close cousin of Temisa. Who shall be the third? One of the chief asks. Why don't we include Shola? Another one suggests. They all turn to him in disdain. Impossible! Why nominate one whom the oracle has once before disqualified? Think he can never be our king? No. As the argument breaks out, the oldest chief stands up to speak and everyone falls silent. Uh, Who are we to say whom the oracle we choose or disqualify? Our role 
those who have qualified to be king by the laws of our land. The rest is up to the oracle to decide. Murmurs are still heard, but reluctantly, Shola's name is added to the list of nominees. Shola, oblivious of the council's deliberations, drove down to Wari to visit his late uncle's people. In the palace, memories of his late father, Atumashe II, flood his heart. His father had been a wise and kind king. He ruled with integrity and love for the Shekiri people. In return, the people reciprocated with love and loyalty. However, some of the chiefs felt that the king was weak and unable to discharge his duties, so they plotted to remove him. But it appeared that while they plotted, Orishe, God, had a bigger plan. A knock on Shola's hotel door from Bala, his trustee help and companion, wakes him up from his daydream. Sir, here's a letter for you. Immediately, Shola recognizes the seal of the High Chief's Council on the letter. Pensively, he opens the letter, informing him of his selection as one of the nominees to be presented to the Oracle for the throne. As he reads this letter over and over again, he moves from shock to disbelief, to fear, to anxiety, and finally, hope. He felt everything and nothing at the same time. letters of nomination. Orisha Temisan was impressed by the chief's speed and responded in a letter thanking them for their sense of urgency and continued loyalty to the house of his father. Although it was all in the hands of the oracle now, he was glad and honored to step into the very great shoes his father had left. Bringing in his lunch of banga soup and starch, he shows his wife the nomination letter. She kneels before him and says, My prince, long shall you reign on the throne of your father and forefathers. For who else can ascend the throne but the heir? Adesua, the oracle has received your words to perform them. Do you know who else can be nominated? She asks with curiosity. And as if swatting away a fly, he gestures with his hands and says, Irrelevant. Who else qualifies to sit on the throne? Huh? The oracle has in the past disqualified everyone else but me. And it's war. It is my time to reign. 30 days later, as the cock crows, the nominees arise to the breaking of dawn over Ishekiri land. The all-important day has arrived. The day the oracle decides the faith of the land. Who shall be king? The council of chiefs arrive in Ode Ishekiri to present themselves to the oracle and to also present the name of the nominees. As they file in, the atmosphere is electric and the weight of the traditional rites about to be performed hangs in the air. 
the oldest chief arises and addresses his ancestors in the ancient dialect of Ishekiri. And as he pours his libation to the ancestors, he prays, asking them to carry his message safely to the oracle and to also receive the oracle's answers and bring it back to them. Hours have passed with no strange act seen or no thundering heard. The chiefs grew weary. Oh, has the oracle rejected our nominees? Did we make a mistake? They ask each other. The oldest chief shouts out intermittently. Have some patience! How dare you question the timing of the oracle? Thank you for listening to Black Lenses Podcast. Black Lenses is a Lupify Media production. If you like our show, we hope you would give us a five-star rating, leave a review, and be sure to tell your friends. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to our stories right now. For more exciting updates, follow Lupify Media on Instagram at Lupify Media. Don't forget to tell us about the stories you'd like to hear. See you next time. Script design, sound design, music and audio production by Lupify Media. Production and sound design by Feifei. Original music composed and sung by Onye Beats. Screen design by Victor Durojaye. Narrated by Feifei. Orisha Temisan was played by Duake Ebi Jr. Chief 1 and 2, Musa Mo. Chief 3, Victor Durojaye. Oldest Chief, Duake Ebi Jr. Adeswa by Feifei. Bala by Victor Durojaye. This story was inspired by true events. However, the dramatization you've been hearing is a work of fiction and does not in any way accurately capture how the events unfolded. 